Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So we have some new job market data that I think is very important. Uh, these are statistics. These are numbers that we haven't seen since the GFC or not this extreme. Let's get right into the Wall Street Journal and or right over to the Wall Street Journal. I'll show you what I'm referring to. This article titled Americans Growing Reluctance to Quit Their Jobs in Five Charts. And once again, kind of hat tip golf clap for Wall Street Journal, another fantastic article. The more I read the Wall Street Journal, the more I'm impressed. I mean, they're not perfect, obviously. Uh, they're still part of the mainstream media, but uh, they do a very thorough job and the charts are just great stuff. So first and foremost, quits as a share of total non-farm employment. So what you have is fewer people quitting their job. So why is this important? Because when people are out there quitting their job, a lot of people are quitting their job. They're doing so because they believe that they can get a better job, or at least they can find a job very easily to the point where, I mean, during the Cervasis <laughs> sickness, I think a lot of young people were, if they wanted a two-week vacation, and their job wasn't giving it to them. They'd say, okay, well, pound sand employer. I'm going to go ahead and take my Instagram vacation, my revenge travel, and uh, I'm just going to quit my job because I know that when I come back from Phuket, <laughs> Thailand, in two weeks, that I know I'm going to get a job and I'm probably going to get a higher pay. So you know, what's the point of staying here? But what happens is when the job market starts to decline, then the employer, or excuse me, the employee thinks twice about that. Like, wait a minute. Okay, my, my employer is telling me that I can't go to Phuket. Maybe I'm going to have to tell all my Instagram buddies that I'm going to have to skip this trip. Because if I go and if I quit my job, I don't know when I can get another gig. And this gig is pretty good. It's paying me well. So I don't want to risk not getting a job or getting a job that's, uh, or having to wait to get another job or getting a job that's inferior to the one that I have right now. And so you can see the numbers have uh, gone all the way down back to a level that they were in 2019. Now, check this out, guys. Look at what happens during a recession. You see the numbers go down dramatically, as you would expect, because when the unemployment rate goes up, people are feeling very insecure about their, they're feeling insecure about the job they have, let alone getting another job. So you see the amount of people that quit go down, 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 down. And so we saw that during the dot-com bust. We saw that during the GFC. We saw that during the Cervasa sickness. And look, we see it to an extreme today, going from 3% all the way down to 2.3. So in percentage terms, I'd have to do the math on that. But uh, no, actually, in percentage terms, we had a, a more extreme decline during the dot-com and the GFC. But what this would tell me is that we're just at the beginning. So, you know, we could see this go back down. In fact, we'd likely see it go back down to the levels that we saw. Even if we split the difference between the dot-com bust and the GFC, it still has to come down another, what, at least 1% or so, which is a big deal, a really big deal. Let's keep going. And look at this next chart, the one that we use for the thumbnail. This is monthly median wage growth for job switchers and for job stayers. Because again, in a, in, a, in a hot jobs market, people are switching jobs and they're doing so to get a higher 
rate of pay, or a lot of times they're doing that to get a higher rate of pay. But when you start to see these numbers compress, that means that no one's uh, that switching a job is actually able to get an increased pay rate. And therefore, uh, the red line is going back down closer to the blue line. It's really uh, the, the net result of what happened. So you can see this happen prior to the dot-com bust where you had this big gap and then boom, the red line just tanks. And then eventually you have the blue line go down as well to a point where the red line hits the blue line. But then you have that gap start to go up as wages overall increase. And that would be wages with job switchers and job stayers. And then look at what starts happening in 2008. Very interesting. The job stayers, their wages pretty much flatline. But the job switchers, their pay increases start to go down. They start to decline quite substantially. And then once we bottom out and call it 2010, and look at this, it got so bad in 2010 that the red line actually went below the blue line. That's really kind of shocking, to be honest with you. And then it starts to go back up here prior to the survey sickness. It goes down a bit, but then, of course, the gummy, the, the gummy, the, the government's stimmy checks and whatnot, all the PPP loans, that kind of put the kibosh on this cycle playing out. But look at what has happened recently. Almost a mirror or a repeat of what we saw during the GFC, where the job stayers, their income is going down, but it's not going down as, as not even close to as quickly as the job switcher. And I don't know that we've had a time outside of look at this. In fact, we have not seen this rapid of a decline, even within a recession. The only time we have seen that big of a decline or when the decline is this extreme, is after a recession. Boy, that's a head-scratcher, isn't it? Talk about an ominous warning sign. Because look at how much this has declined. Look at how dramatically that's gone down. And we don't really see that until after the dot-com bust or after or right at the tail end of the GFC. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Ceresna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. The main takeaway from this chart, of course, is this action in the job market is only we, we only see this when the economy is doing very poorly, if not in a recession, if even after a recession, when we're kind of picking up the pieces. 
Next chart, layoffs and discharges and hires changes from a year earlier. So we've got the layoffs. Um, let's see here. So layoffs, discharges, hires changes from a year ago. So this number is actually going down. It's interesting. Uh, so the number, oh, I'm sorry, it's doing the opposite. So the the layoffs and discharges are going up here compared to where they were in, let's say, the end of 2021, which, by the way, that's when the Fed started talking about raising rates. And so you've got the hires going down, and you've got the layoffs and discharges going up. That's what this chart is showing. Job postings on Indeed, which is basically a job posting website, you can see the amount of job postings going up, 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 up when we had that super, super tight labor market. But then, again, once the Fed said that they're going to start increasing rates and then they start increasing rates, we have seen the amount of job postings go down to a point now where we're, we're not at the 2019 level yet, but we're, we're getting very, very close. And uh, if... The trend is your friend here, <laughs> or if you assume this trend is going to continue to play out until we get some sort of catalyst, uh, you could just fast forward maybe, what, five or six months, and we'd be back down to the levels that we saw in 2019 as far as job postings. So that's likely when you'd start to see that unemployment rate really start to rise as well. Overall job satisfaction. Oh, I like my job. I like my job. I like my job. Oh, no, no, no. I love my job. <laughs> that, that's what this chart is showing you. So they say, oh, my, I hate my job. I hate my job. This sucks. And then the job, oh, I like my job. I like my job. They kind of pause. I guess, well, I guess there's not too much to read into this chart. It does seem, though, that, no, no. I was going to say during the dot-com bust or the GFC, no, there's really no, uh, nothing to take away other than people's job satisfaction is going up. So that's good. All right. But the main takeaway from this Wall Street Journal article on these charts is really understanding the dynamics that are at play with the labor market right now. And with the labor market, we're seeing employees have less and less leverage and employers having more and more leverage. And this is not good uh, for employee purchasing power, especially at a time when their wages have not kept up with the rate of inflation. And this is something that you would see that would be consistent with a declining labor market and something that would be consistent with what you'd see during or even after a recession. So we're going to have to watch this very closely. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism, and we'll see you in the next video.